0: Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. Hey, welcome everybody. Thanks for tuning in uh, this week to our online service. Things look a little bit uh, different uh, this week. We are not having our in-person gathering uh, this week or next week. uh, We had several people just get sick really quick and we weren't sure what it is, some uh, got tested, and so we're waiting some results back, and and, uh, and so we felt it was best to, to not have in-person gatherings for the next uh, couple weeks, just to play it safe. Uh, so thanks for, for hanging with us uh, with this, and and uh, bear with us, uh, but we'll be back uh, really soon in person. But for now, we're we're having online service, and uh, we are continuing our series called Unmasked uh, that we've been in for the past. Uh, couple of weeks. So uh, join with me today as we dive into week three of this. Uh, feel free to comment down below. In fact, uh, let us know you're here right now. Give us an emoji of some sort or or just say hello or, or something. Let us know you're here uh, by commenting down there in the comment section below. Uh, talk back to me a little bit and, uh, and let's dive into God's Word uh, today. Anyone ever seen the movie Karate Kid? I'm an 80s kid. I grew up in the 80s and just uh, love all those old movies like Back to the Future and stuff like that, but, but I, I love uh, Karate Kid. And uh, and there's this there's a lot of great scenes in that movie, but the one that many of us uh, talk about and think about often is the whole scene where Mr. Miyagi's like, wax on, wax off, remember that? Uh, if you remember this scene, uh, Daniel comes to him, he's been getting bullied and stuff, he's a new kid in town, and uh, he finds out Mr. Miyagi uh, is, uh, uh, familiar with uh, martial arts. And so he wants to learn karate from, from Mr. Miyagi. And so Mr. Miyagi's like, oh yes, come come on, I train. And, and he doesn't really know what he's getting himself into. And so he shows up and Mr. Miyagi has him waxing all of his cars. He's got all these vintage cars lined up. He's like, I want you to clean them and I want you to, to wax them. And this is how you do it. Wax on wax on, right? Uh, takes him out in the backyard after he does all that the next day. And he's like, I want you to paint the fence. Up and down, up and down. And uh, and so he does that. The backyard looks beautiful now. And then the next day he comes back. He wants him to, to sand his deck. So he's got this decking all around. He's like, I want you to sand the floor. And he shows him how to, how to sand the floor. And, uh, and, and we see the scene at the end of that where Daniel just gets really frustrated. He's mad. He's like, man, you're just making me do all your chores. I, I came to learn uh, you know, I came to learn karate, and you said you would train me, you didn't. And so, so Mr. Miyagi's like, all right, show me wax on and wax off. And he, he does the move, and he shows him how to do it. And he says, paint the fence, up, down. And, and he's going through all these, and then all of a sudden, Mr. Miyagi just starts throwing punches and kicks at him and stuff like that. And, and, and Daniel just reacts with all of the, the moves he just does. And, and, uh, and it's just it's really cool. And he's like so surprised. Oh my gosh, you know. He didn't realize he was learning all of those things. Wax on. Uh, wax off. I believe that we uh, do this in, in our lives in a different way, right? As we've been talking about masks over the past couple of weeks. Uh, because there's the you that everyone sees, right? Right? Uh, but then there's the real you deep down inside. And we often put up these masks to to hide a lot of things in our life. And so for many of us, we are uh, mask off, mask on, right? Mask off, mask on. And so that's the title of today's message because many of us do that in our life where we think we have to show the best version of ourselves to everybody. We don't want everybody to know that we've got issues or or, or that we we don't have it all together. We we do this the most, I think, at church. We we come in, and we fought with our spouse all week, and then we come in on on a Sunday and we put the mask on and smile, and, uh, and our Sunday best, and and everything is good, right? But it really it really isn't. And we do this with all sorts of things in our life. Uh, you know, masks are our defense mechanism, right? We live in this time of COVID. And, uh, and many are wearing masks because the mask, as far as disease and things like that are concerned, uh, you wear the mask because either there's something in you that could infect others or there's something external on the outside that could infect you on the inside. But if we're real honest, before all this kind of happened this year, before 2020 happened, right, um, we, we, many of us, we were already wearing masks, right, because we do this all the time. We mask a lot of things in, in our life because of putting up a defense, putting up these walls because we want to put the best version of ourselves out there that we can. So if something upsets us in our life, we might put on anger, right? If someone does something to us, whether they say something or they do us wrong, we put on revenge or we put on unforgiveness. Do you hear what I'm saying this morning? Maybe you go through just different experiences in your life and through those experiences, we end up unknowingly put on fear or insecurity or anxiety. We mask up with a lot of things in our life because of what we go through, because of our past Maybe because of some mistakes that we've gone through. Maybe because of the relationships that we have been through in this life. Let me tell you this, right? There's some good news for you. For those of you that don't know Christ, maybe you're watching this today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Guess what? You don't have to live that way where you mask up, mask uh, mask down all the time in your life. Mask off, mask on, mask on. That, that can be exhausting, right? But you don't have to do that. You weren't meant to live that way. You can put on Christ in your life and put those old things away, right? Uh, for those of you that now uh, do know Christ and you've been following him, whether it's been for a short amount of time or maybe for a long time, uh, many of us still hold on to some things in our life. Many of us still hold on to our old ways, our old ways of thinking and old ways of acting. And and then and Christ came to to, to help us bury that stuff away. I mean, He died on the cross and he rose again so that we can have freedom from those things in our life. And so we can put on Christ. We can put on love and we can put on truth and we can put on his goodness in our life. But many of us, we still hold on to those things. We still hold on uh, to those old ways, right? And you don't have to. You don't have to. Because keeping our old ways will keep us from being who God has created us to be. There is freedom in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, to break off those masks and those old ways, to get them out of our life for good. And you don't have to live in that anymore. So I want to help you with that um, today. We're going to uh, go through Colossians chapter 3 verses one through 17. So what I'll do is, is we'll come up there and we'll, we'll read a section, then we'll unpack it, talk about it a little bit, and then we'll, we'll move on through the scripture today. So if you have a Bible or some sort of device uh, with the Bible on there, turn to Colossians chapter three, verses one through 17. While you are flipping there, uh, let me kind of give you some context as to why Paul is writing to this church, okay? Um, Paul's in prison. This is one of his prison epistles. And he's writing from prison and, uh, and word has gotten to him that there is some false teaching that's going on. In this particular church. See what you've got going on is you've got a lot of people have come together now. You've got Jews, you've got Gentiles, you've got people that um, are believing all sorts of, of different things and now they're all bringing those beliefs, those old ways of thinking, those old ways that they used to live and they're all bringing this all together and it's kind of making this jumbled up mess instead of focusing now on Jesus. And so Paul is trying to write to them about the supremacy of Christ, that he is Lord, that he is Lord of all, that he died and he rose again and that there's this new covenant uh, through him and in him, right? And, and so he's trying to get this to this church so that it'll that, squash some of that false thinking, some of those old traditions and those old ways and and, and Christ didn't come to do away with the law that, that through him, through following him, see, he fulfilled all those things and through following him, we actually follow those same things. But, but, but everybody was getting so many things kind of mixed up in this time, because again, they were still uh, following their old mentalities and their old ways and how they, they grew up. And so Paul's speaking that to them uh, throughout this book. So uh, maybe you've caught up now your Colossians chapter three, starting in verse one. And before we read into that, I want you to understand that that what you feed, you fuel. Right? What you feed, you feel. Whether that's anger, whether that's jealousy, whether it's fear, whether it's some sort of addiction or sin, uh, what you put into that, uh, you, you, you might feel. So, so whether it's the flesh or whether it's the spirit. Right? Paul often talks about this, this, this battle, this thing that's fighting inside of us. It's what our, our flesh wants to do and, and our desires uh, versus what the spirit of God wants to do in us. And there's constantly this battle. And so I would ask you this question is, what are you feeding? Are you feeding into that flesh in that old way? Or are you feeding into the spirit of what God is wanting to do new inside of you uh, today? Let me help you with that. If I can, let's start uh, reading at the beginning of Colossians chapter three. It says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth below. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Let's pray real quick. Jesus, we love you. God, I thank you for uh, this day and for this opportunity, even though it looks different and it's online. Um, God, I'm thankful for the means to still be able to share your word. And so, God, I pray that you would speak through all these screens and devices through this technology today, uh, that wherever someone may be watching, whenever someone may be watching, God, that this would get in their, their heart, God, that it would change their mind, Lord, that the old way is gone, the new has come. We have new life in you, Jesus, through your death and your resurrection, through what you want to do in us, God. We have new life. We are not the way we used to be. We are not our old ways. We are not our mistakes or our past. We are made new in you. So let someone get that revelation today. Speak to our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. So let, let's unpack this a little bit because in, in just these few verses, there is a lot, right? There is a lot here. So, so let's start with if then you are raised uh, with Christ. If you've given your life to Christ, you have been unified with him now. The old is gone, the new has come. So there's this symbolism in that we partake in his death. And and as Jesus uh, was killed on the cross and he was taken down, and and you can kind of think about water baptism as this symbolism in that that the old is, is gone and we are now resurrected, we are now raised up new in Christ. He now is our life. Just think about this, you know, think like a marriage. When we make this commitment, to our spouse, and we, we make that a commitment in front of everybody, and we join with them. We're now one flesh, right? Uh, we, we make this commitment uh, to our spouse, and we vow uh, that we're gonna do this life together, okay? And so, water baptism is very much that same thing. Water baptism is not a means of salvation. But it's an outward expression of an inward change. It's, it's a public declaration to say, hey, listen, I'm committed to this. I'm committed to Christ and to living with him. My old way is gone. My old man, my own woman is gone and the new has come in Christ. I have been made new. And so as you are laid down in the water, the old is gone and you raise up new in Christ. And it's this public declaration of that commitment. To him. So now seeing that we are raised with Christ, guess what? Certain behavior is appropriate to us, right? So it goes on to say, set our minds on things above not things below, right? The old is gone. The old way of thinking, the old way of doing, uh, this life is gone. The new has come. You have a new life now in Christ. Come on. You have a new life in Christ. You have new habits. You have holy habits. Maybe if you want to interact in the comment section down below, why don't you say some ways that you have been made new? Maybe it was an addiction that man, God, God set me free from that and now I'm living uh, this way or maybe you had a, a particular way of thinking or maybe you you experience peace in your life where you didn't have that peace before but but if you wouldn't mind sharing that with us i think it would encourage someone so down in the comment section below uh just type in something uh, even if it's just one thing what's a way that god has made you new in your life and the old is gone the new has come you have new habits holy habits and you have a new perspective now it's an eternal uh perspective it's a new way of thinking uh, about things. We, we don't think about the things uh, going on because this time we're here on earth is temporary. Uh, our home is now in heaven. It's eternal. And so the way that we live our life, we live with eternity in mind. And that should affect the way that we live and the things that we do and say. But it's hard to put on the new if we keep going back to the old. It's hard to put on this new way of Christ if we keep holding on to those old ways in our life. If we keep putting on anger, like if we keep going there, then we're gonna keep fueling that because what you feed, you fuel, right? If we keep putting on jealousy, oh, you know, I'm, I'm working so hard and how come I don't, I don't have all this stuff but so-and-so has it? Well, so-and-so has that new car probably because they're in debt now, right? So, so be careful about what you covet uh, in this world, right? But you don't have to put on that jealousy anymore. You don't have to put on fear. You don't have to put on unforgiveness or sin or any of those things. But what we keep feeding, we keep fueling, and the cycle just keeps continuing in our life. Put those old things away. Put them to death. Put them away. The new has come in Christ. If you are raised in Christ, you have now been made new. So seek what is above. Because we were raised with Christ... We should act just as Jesus did when he was resurrected. Look at this real quick, man. After Jesus' resurrection, what did he do? He left the tomb. So guess what? You should leave your tomb as well. What is that tomb for you, right? Is it, is it sin? Is it an addiction? Is it uh, being an angry person? Is it uh, being an anxious person? What is that for you? Whatever it is, Jesus left the tomb. You need to leave, uh, leave whatever that was that you were dead in, right? Leave that tomb. Put it behind you. That's your old way. After his resurrection, Jesus spent his remaining time ministering to his disciples. And we're supposed to be ministering. We are all ministers, right? And so we're all supposed to be doing life together here as, as a church body and, and serving other people. After his resurrection, Jesus lived in supernatural power with the ability to do impossible things. Things. And so should we. The same power that rose Christ from the grave, come on, lives inside of you and me. And we need to start feeding that instead of those old ways. Stop feeding your flesh. Stop feeding the spirit. After Jesus' resurrection, he looked forward to heaven. He knew he would soon ascend there. And so should we. We should recognize that this is a temporary life, that we're, we're living for so much more than the here. And then now our citizenship is in heaven. The old is gone. The new has come. So let's put the old away and let's put on Christ in our life. And Paul mentions this, that Christ who is our life. See, Christ is our life now. If you've given your life to him, you've surrendered that to him. You've made him Lord of your life. You are unifying with him, right? You have been raised now in him and through him, with him. So he is our life. And another uh, place, Paul writes, for me to live is Christ, right? That's in Philippians chapter one. So here, this idea of Christ is our life is not just for special people or for ministers or apostles or pastors. That's for all. He says, Christ, who is our life, all of our life, for all believers, Sometimes some people might say, hey, music is my life. I love music. It's, it's my passion. It's my heart. It's my life. Or sports is, is life. we got these kids that, that are coming up and they play sports. And ball is life. They say, you know, this kind of stuff. And, and that, that it's just something that consumes their life. But we as Christians, we should say Jesus is life. Jesus should be the center of our life. And from there, everything filters. The way that we act, the things that we say, what we do in our day should come from the fact that Jesus is our life, but we feed, what we feed on, we fuel. So are you putting to death, are you putting away those old things so that you can make way for the new things to come? Are you feeding your flesh or are you feeding the spirit? Go on to uh, verses five through seven there in chapter three of Colossians. Therefore, put to death your members, which are on the earth, Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, uh, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourself once walked when you lived in them. Put it to death. Therefore, put to death these things. Paul uh, makes out this list of, of all these things that are contrary to the nature of God. He lists all these things out. There's there's this section uh, here, and then then he goes on to list even more. He says, therefore, put to death. Therefore points back to now our identity in Christ. For those who have been raised in Christ, therefore, don't act this way anymore. Therefore, don't put these things on in your life, but put them to death, right? And because we understand that, because we understand that, that, man, we have a new identity, that's in Jesus, and these things, all these things that he lists, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, uh, idolatry, uh, all these things, and then he goes on to talk about um, anger and, and, and all these different things that, that he lifts up. Uh, he says, because of that, because you have a new identity in Christ, you have that, those things are contrary to his nature. And then later on, we're going to read in just a minute the things that he does list out that is your new nature. But he says, put to death these things, the verb necrosate. It means literally to make debt. It is very strong to make debt, to put it to death. It's not suggesting that we simply uh, suppress our desires or suppress the control of those evil actions, whether it's anger, jealousy, um, or, or whatever it might be in your life, or some of these even deeper things, uh, evil desires, fornication, uh, sexual immorality, disobedience of any sort... Uh, it is very strong. It's not saying to simply suppress that or control it. He's saying get rid of it. Kill it. Exterminate it. Put it to death completely. Because keeping the old keeps us in the dark. It keeps us from being the people that Christ wants us to be. That is the, the, the people that he died for, for us uh, to be. Put away the old so that you can put on the new. And so as Paul lists out all these things that are contrary to the nature of Christ, and then later he lists the things that are the nature of Christ, he's putting a high priority on a couple of things that that have to do in our Christian life. One being sexual mor- morality. If there's a particular way that to, we're to, to conduct ourselves in that, that particular area in our life, uh, He talks about having a right attitude toward material things so he talks about covetousness and and jealousy and all those kinds of things and envy um and and then there's just other things that have to do with getting along and loving other people whether it's it's anger or 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 whatever it might be so so we see these kind of categories that are are played out here as he lists out this old way right your flesh those desires of your flesh these things that are contrary Uh, to the nature of God. And then he lists out, he says, put those things to death. Put them out, put them off its old way. It's almost as if he's talking about um, putting on an outfit and your old clothes and taking those old things off and putting something new on. But he says to put on the new man. Put off the old, put it to death those, those ways, and now put on the new man. So we see that in verses 10 through 11 and have him put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him where there is neither Greek nor Jew circumcised nor uncircumcised barbarian, citizen, slave, nor free but Christ is all and in all. He's for everyone, right? He says put on the new man. Put away the old put it to death and now put on the new man. And he lists out all these things but put on the new man. This phrase that Paul uses is commonly uh, used in terms of taking off an old man outfit of clothes and putting on something new, that new man in Jesus, that new nature, right? Who is renewed in knowledge. See, again, here's that feeding part, whether you're feeding your flesh or feeding your spirit. Those that that have put on the new man, the new nature in Christ, they are renewed. They feed on the knowledge, right? So they feed on God's word. They feed on a word from God in times of Prayer, this is how they are renewed. That's how we feed our spirit. That might seem so like Sunday schoolish or, or elementary, yet many of us don't do it. And that's why we can't put to death our old ways, because we're not feeding our spirit in. We're feeding our old way, our old man. So put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Paul's going back to Genesis. Genesis chapter one, where uh, God said, let us make man in our own image. And they create Adam in the image of God, right? In his own image. And there's this contrast that we often hear of and see in that you have Adam, where sin first comes into the world through him. And then there's this contrast between him and Jesus. Jesus is often referred to as a second Adam. Through one man came sin, through another came salvation, right? And so, so here you have this contrast between the old, our sin nature, our, our flesh, the old and the new. Adam being the old, Jesus being the new. So we see this contrast playing out here in this passage. Put away the old, put on the new. Verses 12 through 17, we're getting ready to wrap things up. Therefore, as the elect of God, This isn't as if there's some particular group of people that are only going to get to receive salvation or God. We know the Bible says that salvation is for all who would believe. Many confuse what predestination is. God uh, preordained and predestined that we would all choose him. At least he made that available for all of us to choose him. To choose Jesus. To have a relationship with him. Whether we choose him or not is really up to us. We have that free will. But he preordained and predestined through Jesus' death. By giving his one and only son. That people would choose him in their life. Right? And so it's not as if there's this particular number of people that are going to make it. It's for all who will believe. Whether you choose it or not is up to you. So therefore as the elect of God. Holy and beloved. Put on tender mercies. Kindness. Humility. Meekness long-suffering, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the list of the new nature. This is the list of the new. He listed out the old. He said, this is the old. This is contrary to the nature of God. So you need to put this away, put it to death. Here is the new. Notice that in another place, Paul lists all these things as fruits of the spirit, right? Right? Because there's this battle between your flesh and your spirit. So what are you feeding, right? Are you feeding into your flesh and that desire that that, that anger may rise up? And that's going to rise up. There are some things we should get angry about. but We're not supposed to sin in that. We're not supposed to allow that to consume us. But are we allowing those things to rise up in us? And then are we feeding that and fueling that and focusing on that? Are we feeding our spirit? I feel like there's many of you out there, you've been fighting through and battling these issues for such a long time. And you've been fighting sin. You've been having an issue in conquering your sin because you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit. That very thing that that you need that empowers you. It's not a means of salvation, but it keeps you saved. And you're not tapping into that power that empowers us to fight that flesh. And to put those old things away. So if you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, we need to make that happen. In fact, you can have that happen right where you are at even right now. Just ask God to fill you with the power of his Holy Spirit um, today. But Paul often talked about that fight between the flesh, that fight with that old man and that new man, the flesh and the spirit. So what are you feeding today? It's time to take the old off. It's time to become unmasked. It's time to take the old off and put on the new. And not just put on the new, but live in the new. In the goodness of God, in his truth, in his love, in his peace. It's time to put the old way away and put on the new. Listen, some of you, you've done this before. You've gone through your closet and you've looked through and you've got clothes that are in your closet that you don't wear anymore, right? And so you might, you might take uh, something off and, and you might look at, man, you know, I haven't really worn this in years. It's, it doesn't really fit me anymore. Um, it's not really even my, my style anymore. And, and you might need to, to take that, that piece out of your closet and pack it away and get rid of it, right? You might need to do that in your life. Guess what? We need to do that in our spiritual lives. Some of you, you need to go through and you need to start taking out some things. Because you have, you have given your life to Christ today. Maybe you have not given your life to Christ. Maybe you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior uh, today. So that you can begin to clean out your closet. And get rid of some of those things that are, are holding you down and weighing you down in your life. But those of you that know Christ, you need to get rid of this stuff. Because you weren't meant to live in it. So maybe maybe you might be looking in your life today and, and thinking, man, wow, this anger, like... This isn't me anymore. This, this, that, that doesn't fit my life anymore. I've, I've been made new in Christ. So, so this doesn't fit my life. This is not my style anymore to live in anger because I've been given peace and I've been given hope in God. I, I've been given love. I've been given a new nature in Jesus. So you know what? You need to just pack that anger away and get rid of it, right? Maybe you're looking through your claws and you're like, man, I, I've, really been, I've really been battling through some things and I don't have that peace in my life, and and I'm just really I'm exhausted. And I'm tired. So you know what that that chaos and that that anxiety and and that fear in my life, I don't want that anymore. That's not who I am. That doesn't fit me anymore. So I'm going to take that off. And I'm going to pack that away because I've been given peace. I've been given a sound mind through Jesus Christ today, and it's time to stop letting that control you in your life. Maybe you're a negative person, and, and you're thinking, you know what? I, I really, I'm, I'm just. I'm negative. And that's not that's not my life anymore. Right? That, 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 that's, not, that's, that's the old way of thinking. I'm not gonna have negative thoughts anymore. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take every thought captive and submit it now uh, to the control of Jesus. And and so that, that's not my that's not my way anymore. That's not me. That doesn't fit me anymore. I'm gonna, I'm going to pack that negativity away. I hope some of you are getting free today from some stuff. Some of you need to clean some stuff out of your closet. Maybe you were selfish. Maybe you only focused about uh, what you wanted in and, and, and what you wanted to do. And, and you were, you're only focused on yourself, but you know, you've been made new in Jesus and and Jesus came to, to serve, right? He didn't come to be served, but he came to serve. And you know, man, I've got to start serving others. And that, that's you know, that, 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 selfish way of thinking and living is not me anymore. That doesn't fit. That is not my style anymore, but I've been made new in Christ. So I'm going to, I'm going to pack that selfishness away, right? Whatever it is in your life. Maybe it's sin. Maybe you're dealing with some sin, a secret sin or whatever. Maybe it's an addiction in your life and you need to be totally set free from that. You keep going back to it. And guess what? That doesn't fit your life. That sin, that addiction, whatever it is, that doesn't fit your life anymore. Jesus came to set you free, to forgive you and to give you a new way of dealing with things in your life. Maybe you've just been trying to cope with some things in your life and that's what turned you on to whatever sin or addiction that is. And, and you know now that you don't have to turn to those things, but you can turn to Jesus. Those ways don't fit your life anymore because you have been made new and it's time to pass that away. Now, when I clean out my closet and I I pack things up, I give them away, right? I pack them up in a box and I'm going to give them away. Come on, won't you pack some stuff up today? That old way, that old man, that that flesh, won't you pack some of that up today and now give it away? Give it to Jesus. He said, come on, cast your cares upon him because his uh, burden is light and it's easy, right? Come on, his yoke is like, his yoke is, he he is, he is wanting to trade you today. He's wanting to give you freedom. He's wanting to give you a new life, a new way of doing this life. He's wanting to give you purpose. And it's time to put away some of those old ways. That old way of thinking, that old way of doing things, that old way of doing this life, it's time to put it away. Put away that anger. Put it to death today. Give it to Jesus. Put away um, that negative thinking. Put away that sin. Put away that jealousy. Put away uh, how you uh, handle things with different people. Put away some of those old things today. Quit feeding into your flesh. Feed your spirit. Get a hold of God right now. And surrender that old way, those old ways to Jesus and begin to walk in the new. Give it. Put it down at the feet of Jesus today. Surrender it to him. Put on the new that is in Christ. Come on, let me pray with you this morning. Maybe you're, you're dealing with some of those things and those old ways of life. You don't have to, to try to pretend or to front or to put on a mask Lay that down at the feet of Jesus. Let him refresh you, be made new in him today. And let's put away that old way, that old man. Let's begin to put on Jesus. Jesus, we love you. God, I thank you that we are made new in you. Maybe we're not who we used to be. Maybe we're not where we are wanting to be just yet, but but God, we can just simply live in you right now. And say, God, if there's anyone out there that doesn't know you, Father, I pray that they would simply have a moment of surrender to you. That they would surrender those things to you uh, that, that maybe they're going through. That they would surrender their life to you. That now, Christ, you are their life. Just as Paul said. If there's some out there and they are trying to follow you and they're they're, they're trying to do, uh, you know, this life with you, but but they're still clinging to some of these old things. God, I pray that they will be set free, that they'll put that old man away, that they'll put that to death and they'll begin to walk in complete freedom in you today. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. Listen, I know we didn't have worship today, but I just want to encourage you, uh, where you're at in your room, in your home, maybe you need to get by yourself, or maybe this is a family moment that you can have, why don't you begin to just, why don't you pray about what you just heard, and maybe what you feel like God is speaking to you in this moment. Why don't you, whether it's by yourself or with your family, why don't you guys begin to pray about that, and and begin to ask some questions about uh, where you're at with God in this area of putting the old away, putting on the new and then maybe just have a time of worship even with your your family there and and turn on some music and and just simply have a moment of worship uh, right here as we get ready to close Uh, but whatever it is don't just let this sit here Uh, maybe you need to make some changes maybe you need to to get a hold of God fresh and anew today but don't live in that old way because the new has come and has come through Jesus he offers us freedom there's power in the name of Jesus still to this day break every chain and I hope you live in that freedom. We're so thankful that you tuned in uh, with us here today whether you're watching on Facebook or on our YouTube channel. A couple things are going on because we are are not having in-person gatherings for the next two weeks so today and next Sunday we'll come back together on Sunday November the 1st Uh, but this coming Wednesday which is October the 21st we're not having our midweek Wednesday night service If you signed up for our membership class, which was supposed to happen today and next week, we're gonna move that to November 15th, so make plans according uh, to that. We're just gonna have the one day of class, and then we also are canceling our trunk or treat uh, event, which we are so sad to do, but we're gonna go ahead and cancel that. Uh, So for next Saturday, if you were planning to be a part of that, uh, we're gonna go ahead and cancel that uh, as well. So uh, thank you for hanging with us, thank you for understanding, and thank you for joining with us today. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day. God bless, and we'll see you. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our church, if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at Transforming Life, go to www.tlchurchpc.com. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.